DC dead or alive. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Vigilante 1939 podcast. We are part of the Let's Go Podcast Network. Pop culture without the pop. My name's Nick Zanig, and as always, I'm joined by the very intellectual Caruso's. That's right. You know him. You love him. We got Nico Caruso and his father, Nicholas Caruso Jr. Gentlemen, how you guys doing? We're alive. Very much alive. We're alive. There you go. Unlike a, a few select people in, in, a, in a movie. That's exactly. Right. There's a lot of dead people. An army. An army. <laughs> An army. Army of the Zeds, baby. There we go, baby. Exactly. Coming soon. <laughs> uh, I'll talk about why I just said that later. But welcome back. We had a very, very great episode with Ryan Lauer from the Batman Book Club. The world's mm-hmm. finest has been kicking and going. Uh, but boy, has the news not stopped. But before we get into the DC goodness, and I know all you guys love to hear us talk about, we uh we had a Spoiler-free reaction for Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead that came out last week. So now this is going to be a spoiler review, seeing as it just dropped on Netflix. So you guys should probably all have time to see it. If you didn't see it, I'm sure you probably didn't want to see it for your own reasons. But if you have seen the movie, this will be a spoiler discussion of mm-hmm. Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead. So, guys, let's let's not wait any time. Let's get on into it. So, Mr. C, you probably like the movie the most out of all of us. Uh what did you think of Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead? I really enjoyed it. Like I said in our in our uh, spoiler-free reaction, I thought that, uh, again, I'm a little bit tired of the zombie genre, um, and I don't consider myself really a zombie aficionado. I'm not somebody that, like, really is, is like, a big fan of all those old zombie movies. Yeah. Did love The Walking Dead the first few seasons. So when I look at this movie, it has to do a couple things for me. It's got to it's gotta look really good. It has to have uh, some great action. It's got to give me something a little bit different with the zombies because I am, like I said, I'm tired of that trope a little bit. Uh, got to like the cast. Got to like who's in there. And it just really checked all the boxes for me. I mean, I'm not I'm not going to sit here and like pick apart a zombie script. It's just not. It, it is what it is. I mean, yeah. I don't look at it. I'm not going to hold these movies on the same level that I would review other movies even superhero movies, because those movies we've read about those characters for decades and there's, you know, and there's, there's been several takes on them. So just an overall thing, very enjoyable for me. It's got some rewatchability to it. Again, it's a zombie movie. It's not like I'm going to watch it like five times in one month. We did have the Liberty of seeing it on a big screen, Mm -hmm. which I think added enhanced our, our viewing of it. than maybe the people that just watched it on Netflix, Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I I think it's a go. I think, again, if you're a zombie person, I don't see why you wouldn't like this movie. And if this genre is not for you, I'm not so sure it's going to win you over. Yeah, for me, I'm glad you brought up the theater thing. Um, there's, there's, 
there's been so many cool things that have come out on TV, right? Like going back to like the production value of Game of Thrones, right? Still on TV though. Um, I, I genuinely, I've I've seen some of the reactions, and this I guess is not answering your question at all, Zenik, but it made me think of something. Is like, I do think for some of these movies, for some of these films, there really can be a viewing takeaway difference between mm-hmm. a theater and streaming. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think we're seeing it with this movie is, is like the first real t- that and, um, you know, uh, Godzilla vs Kong is an example too. like watching it at home was cool, but I would imagine in a the theater it might've been cooler, you know, but yeah. um, to actually answer your question, I, I enjoyed it. One, it was cool to be back in a the theater um, Two, I'm we, but mate, but I'm going to speak for myself here. I'm a big fan of, you know, all of Zack Snyder's films to this date. Um, even the owl one was cute when I saw it when I was younger. Um, so his visuals are there. Mm-hmm. I liked the shaky, blurry camera stuff. I thought it fit the it fit the mood of being in this really apocalyptic Las Vegas, and 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 it made you kind of uncomfortable and uneasy. Um, and the way he uses that blurriness, he lets your mind kind of <clears throat> he lets your mind kind of fill in the blanks until something comes into frame, which is kind of cool. It's kind of eerie. Um, the action is definitely there. Um, a lot of the, the, the fight killing sequences were awesome. Mm. And the cast I thought was great while I, while I agree, I don't think the characters, most of them were particularly memorable. Um, I don't really think characters in any of these zombie movies are memorable. Um, that's not the point because half of them are there to just get killed yeah. and half of them are there to serve whatever the, the loose narrative like plot point is. But I give Zach for casting a really diverse and really fun group of people. Uh, you could tell they're all really trying, which is awesome, especially um, I, 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 I was the most impressed with someone like Samantha Wynn who has been pretty much been like a stunt person and kind of really on the side in films. Like she's one of the Amazon. She was one of the Zod soldiers in man of steel. So she's finally had a chance to like act and be in the forefront of a film and also got to do her awesome stunt work. So I think it's cool that she had that opportunity and she nailed it. So the rest of the cast was really charming and you know, Dave Batista could absolutely lead something. Um, so man, it was fun. I, I thought it was fun. Is it great? No. Um, but I think it's a good one in the genre. And I do like how he did some different things with zombies and such. So it didn't feel like you were just watching another these people go into a zombie apocalypse, some people die and some people live. Mm-hmm. Like most of them are. So how about you, Zeddy? Yeah, I was gonna say, I mean, I genuinely enjoyed this experience. Now, whether or not seeing it on the big screen kind of elevated or not, I don't know. But, you know, I kind of said it in my review, you know, there's just there's certain things that you kind of grow to expect within a certain director. Right. So like in mm-hmm. Zack Snyder's case, you know, he's he's a great visionary. So you you expect like amazing visuals, you know, you expect uh, spectacular action sequences, you know, sometimes a convoluted plot. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but, you know. Going into it, you know, you just have to know that, yes, it is a Zack Snyder take on the zombie genre. So when I went into it, I was like, man, the guy's probably going to assemble a great cast. It's probably going to have a lot of gory action. It's what he does. And it's kind of what we got, you know. 
I love the idea of that it took place in Las Vegas. I think that's the part that probably worked for me. And obviously, I think the cast worked for me as well. Uh, at least Dave Batista did um, for the most part. I definitely look forward to seeing what that guy does like outside of the MCU and other stuff. So, uh, But I love that it took place in Las Vegas. Because, you know, there were times that it kind of, you know, feels like Suicide Squad meets zombies, essentially. You know, like even in an apocalyptic setting, money is still the root of all evil. Greed is still the root of all evil. So in this apocalyptic setting, it's like whoever's left may not even be worth saving. It mm-hmm. kind of goes that kind of that kind of route. So is there predictability in some of the story? Yes. But I mean, Mr. C, and like you said, Nico, you know, it's predictability is sometimes what you got to expect in like a zombie movie because mm-hmm. it can only go so many different ways. Yeah, Nick, you know, it's funny because I don't ever want to diminish because I know zombie movies have, have changed some people's lives and they've, and they've actually inspired them to become movie writers and directors or whatnot. It's just, I still have a hard time holding these kind of movies at a, at a certain level for myself. And I think probably the general audience too, but you brought up something really interesting. It, it did have a little bit of a suicide squad feel um, almost a little bit of an oceans 11 feel to it. So it had all those tropes. It wasn't really different, but again, for what it is, it's a, it's a very entertaining movie in the vein of zombie movies, at least the ones that I've seen. Um, I, it worked for me. Yeah. yeah. And, and the thing for me too is, um, can we go into like what works slash what did not work? Yep. Well, would you be cool with that? Um, so for me, the things that worked about this movie are really the only things that needed to. Uh, was it entertaining? Yes. Did it look cool? Yes. Was the action there? Yes. Was the zombie killing there? Yeah. And did it tr- tell some sort of interesting story? Yeah. I thought it was cool. You know that these zombies, and here's where the spoilers come in, that these zombies are potentially from somewhere else. They, they've alluded to they might be some sort of alien thing. Um, there was definitely some sort of su- supernatural thing going on with them with their eyes. Um, I liked how they were contained to one place. It wasn't the typical, all oh, the world's over thing again, because I think that is so overused, not just in like zombie stuff, but in content in general, like, Oh, it's apocalypse. There's a few people left and there's good people. and There's bad people. I liked how it was, Hey, there's this area where all these things are. It's only there mm-hmm. and okay, we're going to send you in there. And then the little twist that you, you know, they weren't the first people sent in there. And they even tease like a time loop thing at one point. So all yeah. that was really interesting. Um, so it was engaging. Uh, and then are the people entertaining necessarily not memorable, but are they entertaining? Yeah. I thought a lot of the characters were entertainment or entertaining, especially the uh, German guy. I can't say his name. I'm, I'm not even going to try. Sure. I thought Dave Bautista was great. I thought, uh, Tignaturo was great. Couldn't even tell. Um, I know she was like CGI'd in. You really can't tell if if you didn't know that already. You probably w- wouldn't be able to tell in general because we knew I was looking for. I was looking for it. There's like two scenes that are a little obvious, but mm-hmm. nothing overly crazy. But at the same time, you know, I've seen some, um, and I'm not devaluing anyone's take because you could take a film home that heck you want but uh and maybe i'll think about this take later in the day and be like oh that one or that one but 
I don't remember any zombie movies or like slasher movies, like having like characters that are really memorable anyway. Yeah. You know, like sure they could be cool and you're like, yeah, that's great. But in terms of like caring about them or wanting them to develop from start to finish, I, their purpose, the humans in these movies, a lot of their purpose, like I said earlier, is to die or to do something cool. You know what I mean? So if, mm-hmm. if, if, if you're really looking for characters to develop and really care about some, you would think about some of the leads, but that's it. Yeah. Um, what I will say didn't work though is Zach tries to do that a couple times. And I think the biggest thing that doesn't work for me about this movie that separated it from being like a great, great zombie movie is that he tries to put in these couple emotional moments that don't really feel earned. Mm-hmm. The The two biggest ones for me is when Dave Batista is talking to his daughter and he uses the trope. Oh, okay. He hasn't talked to his daughter in a while. He's not there. He's not around. She's mad at him. Okay. And then they have the scene where she like tells him like, Oh, you know, it's okay. And then they have like a heart to heart where he's like trying to like be her dad again. And it's like, it really, there was some cool momentum. And then that scene, like it was like one, it felt like out of place. And two, it's like, we don't even see him enough to like, know they weren't cool. They're just like, Hey, this father and his daughter aren't cool. And we're like, okay. And then the other time was with the, um, the, his friend, the other woman, the first woman he, recruits i forgot their names because it's a zombie movie i'm not supposed to remember the characters names um uh she was like i've actually i did this all for you i've loved you and i'm like what like right after they get the money and i'm like oh that's the one in the theater the daughter one i was like kind of feeling like uh but okay zach's setting this up because i bet at the end of the movie one of them dies right yeah. Spoiler alert. I'm like, oh, I bet like he's gonna die saving his daughter. Ooh, okay. There's the heartstrings. But when that one happened, I was in the theater like, oh Zach, this this is not one. And then she dies like 10 seconds later. So it's like, okay, then we didn't need that, right? So mm-hmm. it was those couple moments where he tried to put some like emotional things in there, like too much, where like he changes the music and he's zooming in on them and they're talking. And Dave Batista's like, uh, well, well, you know, it's like, come on, man. Like, like this ain't the time. This ain't the place. So, but that's what Zach does sometimes is he put things that don't need to be in there in there. So yeah. the, that's really the only thing that didn't work is the times he tried to put in this emotion and tried to give these characters really fast, quick development that didn't even need to be there and didn't really feel earned. How about you pops? What worked versus not worked? Oh, uh, you know, I can't, I can't really add too much to that. I, I agree with you. The for the forced emotion um was awkward there mm. was some cringeworthy dialogue in there um i also felt like that some of the twists and stuff weren't really not that they were obvious but it was clearly obvious that um what's his name the 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 guy that worked for uh tanaka he's in the he's that also guy. In, that guy <laughs> just that Gil, guy. gilbert whatever <laughs> I mean, so you you know all that stuff you could see coming from a mile away yeah but you know once again it just it it became for me like i don't remember the last time i watched a zombie movie and was like overly blown away by the script you know well, and, no. and i mean i'm even talking about the classic ones i mean in it just it just doesn't that just doesn't like really happen 
Um, even The Walking Dead, as great as it is, and in the first few seasons, it, yeah. it wasn't driven by anything that was particularly. It was more performances and emotion yeah. Yeah. and fear. And these movies, that's what they. That's what they're there for. They're there to scare you. Yeah. Okay. And this movie has some real scary moments. And I thought the characters do enough to where you kind of care about whether they live or die. Like the one guy that's a douchebag in the beginning, the guard, like, yeah, you, you have no sympathy for him. He's a horrible, deplorable guy, but the rest of the cast that's assembled Mm -hmm. again, not that I'm looking to see them again in in sequels and, (laughs) and stuff, but I thought they all do enough to just where you're like, Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, or so it's, you know, it is what it is for me. You know, like I said, I, I can't sit here and, and think of too much more for sure. myself. Um, Zeddy, how about you? What worked for this? What worked versus what didn't work? I didn't mm-hmm. know how I was going to word that time. No, you're good. Um, I think what mainly works for me, like I kind of just said, I think the, the setting of Las Vegas, I think works for me. Uh, I think Dave Batista works for me for the most part, just because I think seeing him kind of delve into these roles outside of Jurassic, I think I'm into. I think I would love to see him kind of do something a little more on the dramatic side, mm-hmm. kind of looking outside of this as well. Uh, what doesn't work for me, I don't know if this may surprise people. I know we kind of talked about it when we got out of the theater, but the actually the utilization of the zombies in this movie don't work for me. Okay. Like how they like how they come about. Like apparently there's like different sects of zombies. So you know there's like red eyes, there's yellow eyes, there's blue eyes. And they like kind of distinguish their intellect. I don't know if maybe I'm nitpicking, but you know, me personally, I kind of would have loved to see like why that is, you know, like why, why are there different sects of zombies? You know, why are some smarter? Why are some dumb? I don't know. A scientist explanation probably would have helped. I don't know. So, but especially if this is going to get a sequel, I think, you know, those are some little things that I think might go a long way to getting explained. But at the end of the day, that's just a nitpick. I don't it's, know. If anybody it, else it's, it's fair. But when you look at like the walking dead, they still have never explained. Yeah, that's true. In 10 seasons, how the zombies came to be. So I think that's one of those things where because he did do something different with it, it would have been interesting. We think they're alien. It would have been interesting to like at what level. Some stuff I think you have to zoom Zed, but I I also think they are looking for a sequel. Now we will know, I guess maybe we'll we'll see we'll see some numbers this week or Netflix will either thump their chest or we won't hear anything and you know we'll see but yeah they're doing a cartoon though right well yeah well is it a prequel or first is that- of all they tell you what the films do because they're you know they're transparent a streaming service who you know invests <laughs> in themselves. um and they don't need another company to come in and say now we're going to invest in the streaming service anyway um there's there's the animated prequel coming that the cast is coming back to voice that like so do you remember in like the opening montage it showed them in vegas the first time yes that's what the animated show is Oh, okay and then the german guy is actually directing and starring in the prequel Mm -hmm. where you see when everything's going down in vegas and he's somewhere else but zeddy i agree with you so in the what didn't work uh, for me, it's not like and it didn't work. It was I think it needed a little more. And what's yeah. funny, it's uh, it's, uh, it's a two and a half hour film, yeah. and I think it is a little long. But he, this is what he does, right? Like yeah. 
what Zack Snyder does, which a lot of the times I like, is he does leave things ambiguous and he puts in a lot of symbolism, et cetera, et cetera. He clearly wanted you to think a certain way about the zombies, you know, yeah. the teasing that mm-hmm. they're an alien in the van at the beginning and then showing their various different color eyes and some that really had them glowing. Yeah. And when the, uh, when the zombie queen who is awesome, uh, shout mm-hmm. out to her when the zombie queen died and she was pregnant and the baby was like blue, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it was very interesting. It's like I a born kn- dead baby. I know, right? <laughs> nice. I know him. Nice. I know him. And he I guarantee you he is building in a future film for there to be this crazy reveal of what they are. Yeah. That being said, this movie ends and you still don't really have an idea. <laughs> And I almost wish we got some exposition or some sort of idea. Yeah. Because I think a lot of people will watch this and not even take away what we just said. All that there's all these color eyes. Like they might not even be thinking that. No. So I think ending it not only with the with the whole it's gonna spread thing, but ending it with like a tease of like, oh, they're this. Mm-hmm. To make either the reveal or the twist reveal in a later movie that much more impactful. Yeah. Does that make sense? Because I was, I'm not going to lie to you, that movie ended and I said, oh. And I'm not an audience member who needs answers. I'm not one of the people who's like, I need to know exactly what they are and where they came from and why they're here and why they do this. No, 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 no. I'm down for for ambiguity as an audience member. But he shows you so much of them Mm -hmm. that I'm like, all right, at least tell the audience because he did his normal, their they could be aliens. Maybe they're not. He also teased that time loop thing like twice. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, how much of this are you just going to throw at us yeah. before you give us a little bit of an, of an idea so that we could form our own opinion? Cause if you ask me today, here's my thing. If you ask me today to give you my theory on what the hell happened, I, I can't. <laughs> because there's there was like too much of these breadcrumbs. Well, I could. What is it? They're coming from Area 51, right? It's an alien, okay, <laughs> species that locked up and got loose, and okay, it's that it's like a symbiote. It's got the ability to to kill people and bring them back to life. I mean, here's the thing. But I go ahead. No, I'm no, sorry. no, no, no. Here, here's going. You know, here's the thing that I say about this movie here, and this this I think maybe we should wrap up on. Yeah. Are you are you the host you, of the show now? No, this is what I because <laughs> I just feel like we're dissecting this movie. Do you are exactly how, what is exactly your, what is your hype level? Show. How bad do you want a sequel? And I'll I'll be first with this. And now he goes first. He hosts yeah, because I want to I want to do it. <laughs> how bad do I want a sequel? How much do I want it? How much do I need it? I thoroughly enjoyed the movie. I don't really care if we get a sequel or not. He just asked himself his own question. I did. Dad, I daddy host over here now. Because I'm because I'm trying to say to you, like, it's like yeah. as good as it was, like I if we get one, fine. If we don't, it it it's not gonna bother me. Yeah. Then to go next, because I guess we're out of order. <laughs> <laughs> there was uh, I mean, would I like to see more? Sure. Why not? Um, I mean, I think Zach doing more stuff is great for him. I think this was a good thing for him to step out. 
outside of kind of the DCEU or capes and tights, whatever you want to say. So if he wants to do more, great. If he wants to dive into something like a science fiction movie, I say even better. How about you, Nico? Um, so I, I'll say this. I, I actually am going to be a little bit, I think, different than you both. I really want a sequel for everything mm. I just said. Yeah. Um, I would watch it tomorrow because I'm interested in it spreading. Mm-hmm. I'm interested in what they are and I want to see more of that. And I'm interested in if this is some massive time loop thing. Like I'm really interested in that because the, the dead zombies, a couple of them they showed had the key on its chest, the way the, the, um, the Hispanic female had. So, and one had the scarf like Omari's character had. So, like, I would be interested in seeing it spreading, seeing some of these characters come back. Because I assume, you know, Dave Bedeez's daughter in there will remain and one of the active protagonists, too. I thought she was very good in there. So, to see her, and I haven't seen her in anything else she's ever been in. I thought she was very good. She was one, she was one of the better actors in the cast. Do you think she had any radio? Radiation poisoning. Well, that. From the- well, that. <laughs> that. That. I. If somebody can, someone remind us because we we've only seen it once. Did they say that's a different type of nuke? Oh, it because pretty, it looked pretty dangerous to me, man. Because <laughs> like uh, Omari's character, and oh. yes, she should like they both should have radiation poisoning and she probably have oh. she might have been a little okay because she was outside the radius no but the minute uh, the minute our mans came up from the vault yeah. he would started burning up of course like, i know it's also a freaking movie. Uh, I, but, know. I understand so that. yeah so so to wrap this thing up i'm very interested in a sequel and i do hope we get it sooner than later the frustrating part is you're going to get like the prequel and the animated thing first. Yeah. And you know me, I, I don't like, um, rogue one was a different story and Solo were different stories. Cause like star Wars. So star Wars is so <laughs> we get to star Wars developed. <laughs> well, how about you? Let me, f- how about you? Let me finish what I'm going to fucking say. Okay. All right. Oh. God damn. All he wants to do is laugh today. It's one of his shows where he wants to take the whole thing over. I I hate when they put except for these Star Wars things. I hate when they put the prequels like in the middle because oh, okay, then it halts it. the story. Yeah. Because then it's okay. We got all this nuance and all these teases, and then it's like okay, let's go all the way back. It's like if you got like Dawn of Justice first, then go back to like how Superman got here. That's great, but yeah. I was looking to see the Justice League next. You know, I wasn't yeah. looking to go back. My yeah. Star Wars comparison was you already know the damn story. Go, so yeah. I didn't mind Rogue One that, right. happening and Solo <laughs> happening, right? Because there's 40 years of content. Even the right? uh even the money that the, the airline ticket agent <laughs> takes <laughs> tainted. Yeah. It's highly well, that's what he's still thinking rate. about. This guy's still gonna make jokes today. <laughs> God damn. Oh man. Next topic. Army of the Dead was fun. Yeah, I mean that was fun. Let us know yeah. what you guys think. It was um, fun. It was fun. Yeah. So we 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 are we're curious to hear what you guys think. So uh, all right, gentlemen, let's move on to the uh the meat and bones of our show here, which is the DC talk, which a lot went DC, down this week. DC and not WB DC, WB DCWB. DC, yeah. There you go. Works and, for me. And discovery. And discovery. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait. Well, the technically the, the deal didn't go through yet. So do we start? But it. It will. It will. It has to. 
It is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. All right. So, that's great. the first thing, and I don't think there's anything that's bigger than anything that went down this week, but I think the first one I'm going to get your guys' thoughts on is there is a uh, Batgirl movie that's coming mm-hmm. to HBO Max. Now, this was one that was obviously speculated to be happening on an HBO Max slate that I think leaked at one of the investor meetings or something like that. So uh, now we know that it is officially coming. Christina Hodson, of course, did write the script. She's also writing the Flashpoint movie. That is a point that I'm sure we will make here. And the directors, there's two of them. This is interesting. So I'm sorry if I picture their names, but it's Adil L. Arby and Bayel Falah. Uh, they directed the movie Bad Boys for Life, and they were the co-showrunners of Miss Marvel. Just wanted mm. to throw that one out there. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. C, I'm going to kick this one off to you because I know we yeah. actually had some off discussion on this because it was very, very interesting. Yep. I think I caught this news before you guys. So, yeah. Uh, do you think this is going to be an original take? And, Nico, you can answer this one next. Do you think this is going to be an original take or are they going to go the kind of back old beyond route and then stick Keaton in there? What do you guys think? Wow. I don't know because the article mentions Barbara Gordon, right? Is that is I think it doesn't. It, it, it doesn't. Doesn't. It doesn't. Okay. Yeah. All right. So here's the thing. So that's why I hate Twitter because like yeah, you don't. Some we, people well, were like quoting. Yeah. There's okay. Then then well here I think there's an older one that said they were exploring Batgirl Barbara. Re- let's re- regardless go. Let's ahead. just stick to the plan, which is that the plan is they throw a character out there and it's always very vague of what it's going to be. So. In yeah. the vein of WB's master plan, we know we're getting Batgirl. We have no idea what Batgirl we're getting. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know we've got a writer this time, though, yeah. who seems to be very prevalent. I'll sprinkle about the future mm-hmm. of DC, which I know you guys like. I wasn't a big Birds of Prey fan, but that's okay. I'm willing to give Bumblebee her a, was I'm good willing, too. I'm willing, <laughs> willing to give her a second chance in the third and a fourth because it looks like you're going to get that many chances. Um, she does have I do want chance. a Batgirl movie badly. Mm-hmm. I don't really have a, a a a problem with it being on HBO Max because I think they said Nick several months ago that it was going to be on HBO Max. They did. I know a lot of people were like, "It's yeah. being disrespected that it's not being in the movies." So you know, now now I've seen things like, "Is J.K. Simmons going to be in it?" You know, "Is is Keaton going to mentor her?" So we don't really know, do we? Yeah, we really have no idea. All we know is that we're getting a Batgirl movie, which I am all for, but I can't go too crazy one way or the other till I get a little bit more detail on it. Yeah. I did see a famous tweeter today who I will not credit because you know how these people are. (laughs) Say that we're getting a Batman Beyond movie, but not the one you want. So that made me think, and again, I don't know whether this person knows stuff or not because they do this all the time. That made me think, Nick, what you're saying mm-hmm. is that it might be the Keaton mentoring Batgirl. So listen, I'm excited about it, much in the way I'm excited about Zantana, Blue Beetle, the the Superman thing coming up. Like, I just don't have any idea how excited I'm going to be mm-hmm. or if I personally am going to be disappointed because it may not be exactly the one i want even though i will support it because i do support warner brothers and i do support dc projects but how much more can i say i don't know maybe you know more i'm uh through the roof um i'm 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 through the roof of of the projects that are coming that we don't 
that we didn't already know about and that and that aren't in production at the moment. So take everything that's like coming out that's being worked on right now or about to be worked on, like Shazam's about to start filming. Take those out of it. <clears throat> this is my most <clears throat> – Jesus, my throat. Easy. It's my most anticipated thing <clears throat> yet because – Too many late nights, Nick Zellig. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Too oh. much crime fighting. Ooh. Leaving the cave. You know what Ooh. I mean? Oof. Clear that throat, sir. Don't expose me on the show. You're gonna make it through. So, so gee, okay, I'm here. All right. Okay, you want me I'm to here, speak here. for you? I'm having no, too much fun with no, I don't want night. you to speak for me. You don't, don't want me to speak say. for you, man. Break some jokes because I know what you're gonna say this is my most anticipated thing yet because I think it could be the biggest. Yeah. Um. You know, I'm a Hudson stan for uh, variety. Oh yeah. Uh huh. I like Bumblebee. I love Birds of Prey. <laughs> the only creative choice that she made I didn't like was uh, Cassandra Kane. But <clears throat> Margot, that thing was Margot's baby. And they tried to do a lot in Birds of Prey. That was like fun. Uh, <clears throat> While well, I clear my throat, can you say something? Yeah, sure. Certainly. <laughs> I think what he's trying to say is that he's really excited about this movie, even though he has no idea of what Batgirl <laughs> It's going, it's going to be. Okay, I'm back. Yeah, thank you very much thank for speaking much. to me. Um, listen, listen, listen. Um, so the, the there are things I'm wondering. They could do pretty much anything they want with it, and I think I'll like it because I think this is an example of them using a character, and it could be really, really big. And it's something in the Bat world, right? Yeah, it's something yeah. in the Batman world, and that stuff always sells. It always hits. Yeah. So you got two great directors because Bad Boys for Life was like one of the biggest like surprise hits in the last couple of years. Like people were like, okay, they're doing the Bad Boys thing again. And then it did really well, box yeah. office wise, and was mm -hmm. reviewed very well. So these guys know what they're doing from a directing standpoint. Mm -hmm. They're also, you know, with Miss Marvel, I have a feeling they're going to nail that too. And that's a show with a young female lead becoming a hero. So the formula is there. They got, they got the they got the blockbuster and directing chops and they have the hopefully i assume they did a good job with that show and they have the that concept down with miss marvel yeah. hopefully mm -hmm. that, that being said i wonder a few things hodson is totally the future of a lot of dc mm -hmm. um so which is very cool it's also very interesting mm -hmm. because birds of prey is very radical in terms of the writing, but, and the flash movies writing is not only trying to tell a story. We know this, you guys can keep disagreeing with us. It's okay. The flash movie is also doing a lot of um, universe course correction and table setting, right? Yeah. And that's not a bad thing. That's He's not a bad thing. Snyderizing. That's not a bad. Sure. Sure. You call it that, but like that's, we're not even like, that's not even a shot at WB. Like, don't take this. That's like a thing. It's a thing. It's because it's supposedly establishing the multiverse. Mm -hmm. It's bringing new characters in. It's bringing Michael fucking Keaton back. Yeah. So the writing in that movie is complex and mm -hmm. a lot weighs on it. This is, you could tell there's less pressure than the flash, but man, this character could be the lead of the universe going forward. So it's big. It's huge. Yeah. I'm 
she was she was rumored to be writing this for a while. So I've heard there are people out there who have like seen it, you know, because there's people in the know out there and there's people who like know that there's a version that there was a version with Affleck. There was a version of the flash where Affleck wasn't in it. Um, there's a version that had cyborg that had to get rewritten. There are people, I guess have seen versions that JK Simmons is in it. So, because my thought process is this, mm-hmm. I think it's Barbara Gordon because theatrical justice league is canon. Still, that's not going to change with the flash. It's not going to change. JK Simmons is in that movie. What they've said in articles now is that they are trying to establish a continuity. They've said that. And they've said Keaton is going to be sort of the DCEU Batman. Okay. So my theory is that there is a Barbara Gordon that maybe for some reason was never Batgirl. Because in this in this continuity, Batman had one sidekick. He died. That, no more. That was it. Right? Mm-hmm. So with Affleck's version potentially leaving opens up for there to for the world or Gotham to need a bat person, right? <clears throat> Enter Barbara Gordon. And how does she learn? Michael Keaton's Batman, who can't really do it anymore. So it's that Batgirl Beyond thing. I actually love the hell out of that concept. Because you know me, I love legacy. I love when stories, that's why I do like Titan so much. I like a world where like those heroes, like our normal heroes are kind of older and are kind of done. And it's like these younger ones left. So because I could sit here and say, I wish we got the whole bad family, whatever. Sure. Um, But if, if this is how they're going to do Batgirl and let her stand on her own, I think that's awesome because you know what? We've had a lot of Batman and we're going to have a lot more Batman going. Yeah. Yeah. So let's let Batgirl be a goddamn star. Here's my only thing. I get the plan. It's funny how we all smile when the word plan is. (laughs) No, I didn't see that. um, The plan was what? Four and two, right? Four theatrical. Yeah. Two HBO Max films. Yeah. I've, this isn't a shot. It's just me saying me as Nico Caruso, myself in my person sitting in this chair on this day saying, this will be great for HBO max. Cause this is the stuff I was talking about. They need more of this. They need something big, but this is like I said earlier, Batgirl. It's in the Batman realm. Yeah. I'm surprised they're not like this needs to be in the theater. Because you look at Wonder Woman's success, even in the pandemic, you look at Captain Marvel, I know Birds of Prey kind of flopped, but that, but that was like this wild Harley Quinn vehicle, right? Mm-hmm. This is a, another female led superhero and it's a Batman one with Michael Keaton potentially in the movie. Yeah. You, you, you ain't going to put this in the, on the big screen. You ain't going to put this on the big screen. You, mm-hmm. you really? Like you, you, you ain't going to give her the whole red carpet treatment. Like, 
So I'm kind of interested at that, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. But Zeddy, yeah. If there's anyone's thoughts that people want to hear the most, no, that's not true. Stop it, because <laughs> this is not just Batgirl. Yeah, this is technically the concept you've been looking for forever. I know, I know. It's, <laughs> you've been looking for, and, and and that's the coolest thing about you is that like you're 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 the biggest Batman Beyond guy I know. So you get this mm-hmm. in your mind. Is this a is is this the best alternative, or is it in your mind like the whole, or do you think it's more of a gimmick? Oh, that's a that's a good point. Uh, it might be a little combination of everything that you okay. might have just asked me because you know a few things struck me with this. You know, obviously, you know the male directors directing the movie. Now, I'm not saying male directors couldn't direct a background movie; they absolutely can. I was under the impression a female director might, but I'm because sure these, these guys will knock it out of the park. So, but that, you know, that's a good question. Cause you know, I really had to think about this and say, I might just have to come to terms that they might not ever be ready for Terry McGinnis. And I may never get it on the big screen. And if I do, it may even be years beyond my existence at this rate. Um, so if they're going to do back or beyond, and it's going to be Michael Keaton, it's, very delicate for me because on the flip side, they can really hit a home run with this mm-hmm. and it could be a beautiful story and it could bring a lot of people on board with it. Cause Batgirl's a terrific character. The Renaissance of Michael Keaton might be huge. Uh, we'll see on that, but on the one hand, yeah, if you're going to do beyond just do goddamn Terry, like I'm tired of them always loopholing around it. Like just do the damn thing. But that being said, yeah, they can absolutely hit a home run with it if they cast a great Batgirl. If Keaton is, in fact, in it, because that we still don't know. Uh, if it's J.K. Simmons is in the movie, all the more better. Get all the Academy Award winners in this movie you want. If it's going to be on a streaming service, you're going to want all that pull that you can get anyway. So, uh, But it being on HBO Max, that still strikes me. Maybe he gets a theatrical one. If they do get some bigger names, I would anticipate it should. Um, but... We'll see. Yeah, I'm all for it, though. This is a great announcement by any stretch of the means. Can I tell you what, what would be a, a cool concept for me? Yeah. Is if the movie's her trying to do it herself, and then Keaton don't show up until the end. And he mentors her, her like, in the like as you move forward. Yeah. I think that could be cool, because, like, you almost let her figure it out on her own. Mm-hmm. Because you also want there to be development with her and her dad, right? If it is yeah. J.K. Simmons, if there is a Jim Gordon in the movie, if it is Barbara Gordon, right? We're we're all assuming it is because I think them kicking off a Batgirl to be a lead and to be the feature of the universe, I think you have to do Barbara. Yeah, Gordon. you would think it'd be Barbara, right? And I don't see it like his Batgirl Beyond because it's gonna, yeah, it's I mean, going to take place in a present day, right? It's not going to because if it's some futuristic thing, then it's it's probably yeah. not Barbara Gordon. So I know what you're saying, Nick. I don't. I just don't think it's. I just don't think I know. I, there's a little bit of a theory, and it could mirror that a little bit, but I don't yeah. look at it that way. No, and I, I mean, think I think you're gonna. That, I yeah. think you're gonna get Batman Beyond animated again. I don't think. No, I don't no, think no. the general audience is ready for that in a live. I don't think their plans ready for that. I think they got too many things they got to do in reestablishing some real core key heroes here yeah. and introducing some fringe players and stuff that I don't know how they do it unless it's like an Elseworlds movie mm-hmm. and it's just like a one and done. But I, I don't I'm sorry and I'm not trying to disappoint you. 
Yeah. I just don't see that live action iteration coming anytime soon. Yeah. No, maybe I mean, they'll announce it tomorrow. Yeah. Now what also strikes me though is the idea that and I don't know, maybe I'm wrong on this, but are people really gonna get behind the idea of that Batgirl is gonna be the quote unquote Batman of the DC universe? Because you know, there's all this talk that there won't ever be anybody being a Batman outside of Bruce Wayne. It's why they haven't done anybody else other than no. Bruce Wayne. I think the question you know? is that's why it's on HBO Max. And it's not going to be in the theater because I think yeah. the theater Batman is Robert Pattinson. Um, they've got a lot that's banking a on that. Point. They've that's got a, a lot point. banking on that. And I think he's going to be the face of the Batman that you're going to see on that big screen for as long as they can do it and maintain a success, which is why I think, again, the HBO Max thing might be a little bit more of some of these characters we're looking to see mm -hmm. in the Bat family, even maybe like some different take on the Justice League. Yeah. That's what I think. You know, again, we got fandom coming in a hundred and something days that maybe some more light will be shed on this, but sure. Um, I think if they were going to do Batgirl, on the big screen and then have her be kind of a leader. I think it would confuse people. That's, that's the only thing I can come up with, honestly. Sure. Well, they're planning on keeping Keaton anyway, though. So it's going to be confusing either way because yeah. Yeah. You know, they, they made this call, right? Yeah. So it's going to be, I think confusing either way, but I think once the movies come out, they'll start figuring it out. But sure. um, yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But either way, Exciting, nonetheless. We'll see. Uh, let's keep the train rolling here because we got a lot, a lot of animated news. Oh, not long. We got a lot of animated news, guys. So I'm going to break this one up in the parts because we got three big ones to talk about. So obviously the first one, we're obviously going to talk about the biggest one, which is a new Batman animated series. This is, in yeah. fact, coming to HBO Max. Now, this is ironic because we actually talked about this. Mm -hmm. like, like the day before. The day before, I think we talked about it with Rob Myers when he was on um, our show when we had speculated the idea of a new animated series being in the works. It was uh, there were talks that it would be a continuation uh, of Batman the animated series, but now that's been debunked because now uh, this new one and it actually has the I think it's the Bill Finger kind of concept artwork is what they uh, rolled with, which is, looks cool, like that Bob Kane Bill Finger artwork and um. It's being developed by J.J. Abrams, Bruce Tim, yes, that Bruce Tim, and the biggest kicker of them all, the man himself, Matt Reeves. So all three of these gentlemen are developing this new animated show, and it's uh, I'm not gonna read the whole like character description because you guys have probably, I'm sure, all read that. Sure. But you know, it's a guy. You know, it says it'll be thrilling, cinematic, uh, new orish roots. So again, this whole new orish thing is coming back into the fold here, and it's just said to be like a reimagining. Of the Batman mythos. So, Mr. C, another Batman animated series is coming out. It's, I think there's always been a new animated show whenever there's been a live action Batman movie. Yeah. Uh, this is on HBO Max. How do you feel about this? Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty excited. I mean, I, I, I almost feel like that they've been listening to the Vigilante podcast Dude, over the last month. Where's because, our royalties, Sam? Because we've, we've been asking for it. I've been, I've been saying on multiple shows that, mm -hmm. that HBO Max is the perfect place to do a new Batman animated series. Um, I think my thinking on it was that it would be a little bit more like maybe like focusing more on classic stories 
So, but this is okay because this is going to be an entirely new series that I think is going to reimagine the villains and the mythos and, and the lore and all that. So I and it you know it kind of looks cool. It it mm-hmm. basically has that vin- vigilante nineteen thirty nine Batman look. Dude, so yeah, I mean for us it's 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 pretty cool. There's so much talent that's behind it. I think it's great. The only thing that bothered me about it is that it's also going to be on Cartoon Network. No, that's not this one. That's not this one? Okay. No, this okay, one's strictly that, HBO Max. Okay, so now that makes me even happier. I'm glad. Yeah. I, I thought I had read that somewhere that it was mm-hmm. going to be on both places. So That's another one. The fact that this is solely going to be on HBO Max with that talent behind it, with visually the first image we got, I am excited mm-hmm. and glad and proud to have become somewhat responsible for it. Thank you. Why would yeah. you be worried on <laughs> Cartoon Network. I, I just thought I, like, I don't I don't like this when they're airing on two different things. I feel like it oh. it debunks or devalues oh. the oh, show a little bit. Like okay. you know, fair, like when fair, we fair. when we get like Titans on HBO Max, I want it to just be strictly on HBO Max. I don't want the watered down version. Like mm-hmm. let everybody that wants to watch the show go to HBO Max and yes, subscribe to it. I'm I'm now I'm driving subscribers towards it. Okay. Yeah. It's just something about the both things it just irks me yeah because i'm the one who wants to see it in the way it was meant to be and i believe that's the hbo format and so when they put it on cw i'm like oh then that's a watered down version now and then if they're both the same and there's no differences i i I just i don't get it other than that they're trying to get eyes to it and then the eyes might go to hbo max i understand that marketing but Mm-hmm. Going forward, I would like the Green Lantern. I would like all these shows just to be on HBO Max. Sure. Yeah, man, it's cool, uh, especially seeing Reeves and Abrams and Tim on it. I mean, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I mean, what better three guys do you want? I love how Matt Reeves too with his career, <clears throat> at least at this point, is going like full Batman. I mean, that's yeah. pretty much all he's doing. I guess he's been busy after all. <laughs> which is cool, which is really cool that he's gonna be like the Batman guy. Yeah. Uh going forward for the next several years. Um I I assuming I'm do assuming well, what he's doing is good because if we don't like it, well his name's on a lot of stuff and is the creative head of three different Batman things going on at once, including you know, the the G C P D show. So yeah, um I'm confident in him. I like the look. I I I love the classic really early 30s batman look with those ears yeah. i think mm-hmm. it's gonna look cool it's gonna look different i i hope it's like really like the description of it is is what i'm the most excited for i hope it's dark i hope there's some cool shading i hope it's very detective nuari uh the, the thing is though do you think it's year two because because a lot of stuff with reeve is that year two yeah um, i think it'd be cool um, I'm, I'm looking for, I'm looking to see if it's really grounded or not, because mm-hmm. we, we have an idea that the movies look very, very ground or his movie, his one movie, but you know, we're all assuming we're going to get three out of this guy. Uh, the movie looks really grounded. So I wonder, is the show going to be the same way or is the show going to dive more into, you know, mm-hmm. other things. So I'm excited for that. And I agree with my dad. I hope it, you know, is is presented in the format it was intended to be in HBO 
Max, and I hope you know there isn't a deal down the road that changes it where it's some other it's on some other channel or uh network, etc. So I'm excited for it. How mm-hmm. about you? Yeah, I'm I'm over the moon on this thing. This is the exact kind of content that I think we were all talking about. A new Batman animated series developing by three kind of just icons right now. Uh, Bruce Tim coming back kind of excites me too, just because I know yeah. I'm probably getting a legend that knows about a thing or two about some uh-huh. Batman animated shows. Uh, Matt Reeves being involved excites me all the more better. I mean, I'm assuming I'm going to be raving about the Batman anyway. So the mm-hmm. fact that, you know, he is going to be the Batman guy sticking on, I'm excited for that. J.J. Abrams is a name that puzzles me a little bit because he's okay. not somebody that I would have thought was going to be developing. You know, he's doing Superman right now. So now I guess he's dipping his toes into some animation stuff, which I don't, uh, wouldn't have expected that, but you know, he's a great creator. So bring it on. I think it's titled Cape Crusaders. So mm-hmm. that kind of 1939 kind of feel to it, which I think is cool. It sounds like it's going to be unique too. So, uh, bring this on. Like I'm, I'm excited to see this develop. Uh, the fact that we're hearing about it now, uh, might mean that we might hear more about it in, at fandom. So we'll see We'll see. We'll see how much they're willing to talk about it. And the fact that they're already kind of got some concept around it too kind of leads me to believe that there might be more developed than we think at the moment. Yeah. So, but gentlemen, that's not the only thing we got. We got two more things. Uh, it must have been animation day, kind of on <laughs> Monday that revealed a lot. Animation uh, we, domination. Animation domination. No title of the episode. Uh, Joe Buck here. Do it. Now. There you go. Give us one of those things. Come on. Can you do it? Oh yeah. It was, it was Give us the Joe Buck. Yeah, the Joe Bucks. Hey, but no one's gonna know what hey, I'm well, doing. On though. the NFL Sunday, of course. On the NFL Sunday, here's Joe Buck as as Tony Romo completes a pass downfield for the first down to Des Bryant. Stay tuned tonight on Fox for Animation Domination. We got new episodes of Family Guy, The Cleveland Show, and American Dad. Animation is where you want to be. Tune in tonight on Fox. No one just got what I did. You think, you got it. Wow. No one got what I just don't did. they watch nice. football games? They they no one got what I just okay. did. But love if it, you do, love I love it. You. I love it. Great job. Great job, sir. Great job. Um, all right, we got a uh, Superman because you know we get a Batman show. We got to get a Superman show. So uh, we got the My Adventures with Superman show, which is coming to HBO Max and Cartoon Network. So that one's going to be airing simultaneous or co-currently. Okay. I should say, and now uh, we got a voice cast, which is Jack Quaid. If anybody you've seen The Boys, he's going to be voicing Superman. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to read kind of what the synopsis is because you guys, I'm sure, have all read it. But you know, it feels very My Adventures of Lois and Clark, mm-hmm. or The Adventures of Lois and Clark, in a sense that it feels very you year one ish Superman, where him, Lois, and Jimmy are all kind of starting off at the Daily Planet. He's learning how to be Superman. It feels very family friendly. Uh, so, Mr. C, do you, does this feel familiar but also fresh? Or does it, being on Cartoon I, Network, kind of worry you like you thought the Batman show was? How do you feel about this one? Yeah, like, I'm very happy for Superman fans. I do think that um, it looks like just a little image of the artwork that it, it probably looks like it's aimed at a little bit of a younger audience, which, yeah. you know, obviously didn't stop me before when I watched Justice League Unlimited and in those shows, but even though those shows, they felt like they had still a little bit more of adult content. So mm-hmm. without really knowing too much, again, I'm, I'm thrilled for Superman people. It's, it's something that I, I don't know is for me. I'll give mm-hmm. it a shot. Um, 
I don't know the boys much. I don't know that gentleman that you're talking about. Oh, I forgot you haven't watched the boys. No, I do have to watch the boys. I will. I will. I will. I've watched like the first few episodes. So yeah. I'm not going to ramble on it. You guys know more about it than I do. So can I be honest? Yeah, of course. This is awesome for Superman fans. I love the heck out of Jack Quaid. So I think it's awesome. He gets to voice Superman. I think he's going to do a really good job. Other than that, I was like, eh. We'll see. And that's mm-hmm. not, that's just me. Like me personally, I'm so happy for Superman fans and the hype behind it. It's going to be awesome. It'll probably end up being really good and I'm going to love it. But like you asked me how I feel about it right now. I go, there's a Superman show coming with Jack Quaid. High five. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll see when it comes out. <laughs> Where mm-hmm. for the one we, the one we just talked about, I'm like, well, I can't freaking wait for that. So one. let's get to our super man. <laughs> you just make a pun? I did. Wow. Coming along rather nicely. Look at that. Wow. Um, I'm not going to lie here. Am I more excited for the Batman animated show? Yes, of course. Uh, but me being on the Superman high right now off of Superman and Lois and this development of another Superman movie coming, uh, this felt like a no-brainer. So, you know, there's a lot of Batman and Superman content coming in the next few years, which is outstanding. I think Jack Quaid's going to be phenomenal. Uh, but I'm somebody that did not watch like Teen Titans Go and all that other stuff. And I'm not mm-hmm. trying to offend anybody with that, but mm-hmm. that stuff does not seem like it's up my alley. This does kind mm-hmm. of feel like it is going to be a little more kid friendly, which is fine. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they want to make Superman a little more lighthearted. I know Superman Lowe's is gearing towards that right now. Uh, but it's a new Superman animated show. Of course, I'm going to check it out. I hope it succeeds. I hope it's really good. Uh, but. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. This is another one that, you know, they got concept art kind of already in there. So we'll see if we see more of this mm-hmm. in October. I would think yes. So, but we'll see. We'll see. Bring it on. It's content. So uh, speaking of other content, our last kind of animated news that we got was uh, this one kind of really came out of the blue. But we got an Injustice Gods Among Us. Mm-hmm animated movie in development i didn't read too much on this so i don't know if this is an hbo maxing or if this is something entirely else but uh nico's already laughing so i'm gonna already kick this one off to you so congratulations good so you're you're, you're gonna kick it off here i'll tell you why i'm laughing i'll tell you why i'm laughing so one okay first and foremost as someone who's played both games and read the comics i'm so excited for this Mm -hmm. it's such a crazy fun dark complex story and i think an animated i wish it was a series but okay an animated movie i'll take it because the story really develops and things really change i'm laughing because for all the good superman content coming oh for the love of god yet again they cannot help but show a version where Superman is lasering the shit out of people. So you're going to see he has good, re- he has good reason. Here, I though. know he has good reason, but you're going to see him shoot off Ollie's arm. You're going to see him kill the Spoilers. Joker. I mean, I mean, it's, it's there. I don't give a damn. Um, watch this. Just play the damn games. Um, you're going to see a How very about what Mr. J. Well, yeah. His hand through the chest. You're going to see uh you let her die. Dark, violent, angry Superman again. She was my um, world. So for, <laughs> so 
so for all the verifieds out there who hate the who hate the evil soup stuff, well, <laughs> Superman and Lois can't help but do it. Injustice can't help but do it. So for all the kid friendly, lighthearted, hopeful Superman stuff, I, I guess how ironic this news goes right for after all it. Can save that <laughs> for all the cats get get saved out of trees, he's got to laser some faces. So uh, bring it on, though. Bring it on. <laughs> And watch Batman it. whoop him again. I love it. Listen, I didn't play the games, but I read, I have the first volume, which I think is the first 12 issues. Mm-hmm. And I really, I don't know. I was at Barnes and Noble one day and I just kind of picked it up because I had heard people talking about it. Yeah, I had no idea what I was reading and it's spectacular. Yeah. It's spectacular. And I don't know why I never, I never went to volume two. Cause I, I got this right when it came out and it was so far ahead and, and so behind in the in the weekly comics that I just never went back. But I'm like you, like this, this has everybody in it. Oh, I remember. And the yeah. underground and the terror, and it it's it's so adult. Like I would have loved if this was a series I on HBO it as a Max. Series, dude. I right. think you could have really like like fleshed this thing out mm-hmm. and and gotten seasons out of it. Mm-hmm. Like I gotta look when I get off this. I think there's like an omnibus, or there's like volumes of and of like the story. characters change sides. Oh, they stuff. change. It's, like, it's fascinating, so it's, right? It's, it's so good. How how the moral yeah. ambiguity changes between Batman and Superman. Like it's yeah, it would have been cool. Mm-hmm. So. so like for me, like you know, like I'm almost more excited for this than the Batman cartoon. Mm-hmm. But huh. knowing that it's just a movie, I think I'm gonna go back to the Batman cartoon. Because this, like, how do you end this? It probably did end. Is there a comic? It probably the story ended. Well, but maybe this is going to be a couple series of movies. But okay. even that, it's still. Sure. I do wish it was a series. But if they're doing one, they're probably going to put the best stuff in it. Yeah. When, so. when we get off this, I'm actually going to look and, and, and look at the book we got and see if the other volumes of it. Or it's probably mm-hmm. on DC. Oh, oh universe. Yeah. I'll just, I'll infinite. just, I'll just pick it up on there. You know, everything's on infinite. It's weird because I loved it, and then when it, when I caught it, when I was done with the first volume, I knew I was so far behind that yeah. I just never went back to it. So, mm-hmm. Sadie, how about you, pal? Yeah, I don't want to get this kind of lost in translation. I think this is super, super dope. I mean, I think this thing's going to be really, really cool. I think Evil Superman is a little tone deaf for me at the moment. I'm going to be seeing it in a few weeks on Superman and Lois. I know there's a, a injustice inspired video game coming out you know like suicide squad versus the justice league so uh they seem to really be on the injustice high right now i'd say you know it's an animated movie so bring it on i'm sure they're going to take some liberties with it uh but like nico said like you guys said it's 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 a really really cool property a lot of people really love it it's really beloved you can do a lot with the story so i say bring it on uh who who am I? They're not making this movie to, to please good old Superman diehard Nick Zendik here. No. You know, they're they're looking to please the people that love the books, that love the game. So which the is game awesome. was big, right? Was the I, game oh, big? Yeah, huge. In the in yeah. the game community. Super Bowl's huge in there too. So we'll see. Okay. And I will say this too. I I, I know we're making jokes of, about evil Superman. He's not necessarily evil. So it's not like full on you 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 know, at least how I've always interpreted him in story both comic and we'll, game. we'll call him emo superman it's right? a mo- emo superman it's more of a gray superman uh because justice is gray uh you know more of a heather gray than uh, lighter gray if you know what hey, i mean you're right you're right yeah. so 
it's 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 also an interesting like where do you stand like morally and on certain things so it's it, it's yeah. gonna be cool it's gonna be cool it's not a total like let's let superman kill people i was just kidding but like <laughs> he will <if> he <laughs> wow look at that well gentlemen to kind of recap here a slate here you know we got a batman show a superman show an injustice animated movie and where's the wonder of- woman one I know, and I, you know, I think a lot of people Wonder forget Woman this, one. but there's an Aquaman animated series actually coming. It's yeah, called King of Atlantis. So that thing looks silly, though. I know it looks silly, like but it. I hate the yeah. animation style of it. it looks then, like doesn't he have like green hair? It looks like Rick and Morty. Am I right or yeah, not? Yeah. He has like green yeah, hair, right? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, don't like yeah. It. But they should make a Wonder Woman show. That should yeah, be the next thing on their radar, or a Flash one, which they seem to be behind. Oh, a Flash one would be great. A Flash one would be really cool, but. Yeah, because I mean that was going to be a question I asked you guys, but I think we're all kind of in agreement on what it we would like. Obviously, a Green Lantern animated show would be really cool. Wink, 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 wink. Just well, saying. Well, um, they don't even know what they're doing with that. Let's yeah. get the damn HBO Max series first, please. Yeah, um, taking forever. But to recap, now to kind of dip out of the animation, um, you forgot one though. What? What did I forget? Super, super, super pets. pets. Oh, Jesus. With Christ. the rock. Yes, yes the rock is voicing crypto and super pets. I'm sure. Which, which is incredible. I'm, it's sure. Yes. Of course. But I want to say something. <laughs> I need to say something. <laughs> I need to say something. Oh, please do. So the rock voicing crypto is like the greatest thing of all time because like the rock, Dwayne, the rock Johnson is voicing. Crypto. That dog is going to have the dog. biggest muscles. In, in even the though, even though I would have maybe preferred him for ACE, the bat hound. Um, don't give me hope. I'm down for him as I hope you get like Jason Statham them as as like yeah, Ace. As Ace. Oh, like Vin Di- oh, Vin Diesel as Ace with with that deep voice. Okay. Anyway, but I will say this. I will say this, and this isn't um anyone in our community. It's just some of, of these bloggers I saw. So like the the whole the whole argument the last what what two three months has been like the plan versus not plan the future or going backwards right so I'm all for people who like when they announce like these live action even like the animated stuff sure like see Warner Brothers has a plan man I saw some people sharing this and going see Warner Brothers has a plan with this and I'm like this is super pets shut your mouth don't be like this is some great creative feat that this is a kitty movie it's gonna be cute it's gonna sell toys it's gonna sell tickets but people who are like and they hit yet another home run with a plus content and this is the future and i'm like it's super pets. Come on, oh, let's settle down. Just I, like, just like if people were like, "I am Groot's coming," another home run by Marvel. RM, I am Groot, a cinematic feat <laughs> of of for the. I'm like, all right, man, let's settle down with this now. What if they go evil crypto? <laughs> oh Jesus <laughs> Christ! <laughs> I would watch Ace and Crypto fight and and do like Ace has like the armored suit. Well, oh yeah, I am. And Crypto's like Martha, 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 Martha. Ace, <laughs> you don't understand. I understand. <laughs> and we all know Ace would whoop Crypto's ass. I'm just throwing Ace that out there because Ace is the goat. Crypto. Okay, Ace would wash Crypto. 
There's no way a dog that lives with Bruce Wayne for all these years does doesn't whoop a Kryptonian. I I do love both these dogs. I love oh, Krypton. I love oh yeah, they're yeah, I love it's Krypton. funny because I'm not I don't disagree with you as far as the hype level, but I'm actually <laughs> looking forward to this movie, man. <laughs> hey, can I tell you something funny? Can I tell you something you funny? You think the Green Lantern's gonna be in there? <laughs> Like Gnort or uh, uh, or ooh, our squirrel guy. Ooh, I would like if Gnort or Chip were in there. Chip. But um, here's here's my thing. Do you know what's funny? Crypto's getting more appearances than Cavill. No. Oh. <laughs> Crypto gets live and animated. Nice. <laughs> All right, oh. we can get out of the animation domination. We've actually yeah, animation domination. So, uh, well, we got a nice little sizzle wheel for because. Uh, Sizzle. Gentlemen, we about to be back in business late late summer here. August particularly. We got Titan season three, guys. We almost back in business, baby. The Titan uh, back, bitches. <laughs> so Nico here, because there was a quite a few uh people in appearances that we saw in this uh trailer here. What's your hype level at? Uh-huh. Uh, my hype level is high. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh hype level is high. Leslie oh, no. ask you a question. Low. Okay, so you know we love Titans, even though it is the messy. good and the bad. The good yeah. and the bad. It's the fun. It's 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 a great cast. They have a good time. They try to do really cool things. Some of it works. Some of it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just the concept and what we know about season three, what they're doing, has me more excited than ever. Especially you're getting a Tim Drake. You're getting mm-hmm. Donna coming back. Shout out to Connor Leslie. Um, you know, and now Dick is officially Nightwing, so he's going to be Nightwing the whole time. We don't have to wait a season for yeah. them to like tease us for, for twelve episodes again. Uh, when we all guessed that it was <laughs> we said episode so, three. <laughs> two, two things on this: I love when like the cast gets involved, and it's s- such a big cast. So I love the little tease, and they're checking in. You know, it's a great looking cast. All of them, they're be- beautiful people. Um, <laughs> Uh, you know, so that was cool. The only thing I'll say is this, and I'm going to echo what our guy Emery Kaya says, who's our, our resident Titan here. I mean, this thing comes out in August and apparently they have everything filmed, but the finale. Yeah. Like we're still not getting anything from them. Mm -hmm. Like, dear Lord, this thing comes out in three months and we can't even get like a couple shots. Yeah. Um, the only noticeable absences is uh R- Ryan Potter and Minka Kelly, which I they, know, they, they said I, that I Anna, Ryan, Anna was yeah Anna was holding Ryan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, as Beast Boy was yeah was the cat. No, yeah, but no, Mika wasn't there. So for Ryan, but then Ryan tweeted like, "Don't worry, I'm here." Yeah. I do think Minka. I think Minka wrapped early in the fall. I think she's done early. That's my guess. Is Dove and I think Alan's done after this year, but I think me, I, I think Dove's going to be out early. I'm, I'm not saying she's going to die, but I think she's going to be done pretty early. Cause I really think she wrapped. It looked like she wrapped back in the, like earlier. So oh, I man, I, I'm hyped for Titans three, man. I tweeted. I, I think Titans three is a chance to be like, just to take the show to another level. Yeah. And I know it's going to be basically the Gotham Knights, with yeah. some uh, with some Titan stuff sprinkled in, but I'm all good with that. I just, I mean, it's kind of like I just like everybody in the show. That's the thing. It's been so, it's yeah. been some great writing and some horrible writing, yeah. but there's for sure the cast has always been great. 
and they've always given their all. And I just, I, so I just have a soft spot for it. It's also how we got our, 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 our footing as a podcast. Yes. Yeah. Because yes. when we started out and we had some things to talk about and then we were like, geez, what could we really do to like maintain some continuity? Yeah. And we reviewed Titans. So it's, it's also that for me too. So the fact that it's coming back, yeah. And again, I, I, I saw the woman that plays Barbara Gordon and I was like, oh my God, that's, that's Barbara Gordon. Like, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. like, yeah, it's like, like Babs is I'm coming. almost like maybe they should cast her in the Batgirl movie because <laughs> yeah, she looks terrific. I mean, mm-hmm. and Tim Drake looks great. And I mean, you know, yeah. you know, as I feel about Brendan this Nightwing, I mean, he's just, you know, he's in love with Brendan. <laughs> <laughs> a hunk of a man right there. Awesome. He's another guy that. <laughs> I feel like could have been in a in on the big screen. Yeah. As Dick Grayson, how terrific wow. would that be with Pattinson? Oh my wow. God, they would be like dynamic Ooh. together. Wow. It would be like Twilight all over again. Yeah, exactly. But um I, I just think that I think it's gonna be so good that they're holding the stuff back and they don't want to really spoil. We know we got Dr. Crane coming. Yeah, um, and he's at the end of it. I'm right? even looking for Ian yeah. Glenn. Is he in it this year too? Or I no? hope so. Dude, I liked his Bruce. Yeah, I, I like yeah. it. He's old as shit. You know how I, like I feel. I I wish ninety nine percent they went another way, but when he's there, he's a solid actor, and yeah. he certainly delivered. So, just the fact that the Titans announced that the Titans is coming, I think was good enough was for fun. me. Yeah. They it did get pushed back from July to August, which is kind of a bummer. It's probably yeah. in, in the grand scheme of things only a few weeks, but uh, yeah, Mister Zed, I'm ready mm-hmm. to get back into uh, Titan talk, my friend. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like you guys said, this was like our staple here. Which, go ahead, Nico. Which we 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 need to be careful with how, how we talking, say Titan, talking Titan. Titans. That is yeah. the name of a different podcast. You but know how careful I am. We're gonna be talking some Titans. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I'm I'm very very excited for this season three. It looks like there's a lot a lot of really really awesome things that they're doing. Like Tim Drake. I mean, look at three freaking Robins on the show. You kidding me? We get Red Hood here. What? Uh, so, I mean, Barbara Gordon signed me all up for this stuff. This was a staple of our show early on. And we were we were so blessed to have, you know, the connection with Titans that we do. And obviously, you know, we were all in on season two. And then, so, yeah, bring, bring this on. This is going to be a great summer. It's going to be a great fall, guys. Absolutely. Great fall. And, and, what, and what's cool that we found out is a uh, shout out to our a great friend of ours, a great friend of the show, uh, Eric Holzman is going to be reviewing it for Batman on film, which will be oh, cool. So yeah. we'll have a lot of people to, to, to at least talk about it with when it comes out. You mean Aquaman? Aquaman. <laughs> I didn't know he's Aquaman. Yeah. Aquaman. There you go. <clears throat> well, gentlemen, believe it or not, that was the news. That was the DC recap of this week. So there was a lot of stuff that went down. We'll, we'll see what happens uh, this week. Maybe they announce the Snyder Cut too. Maybe they don't. I don't know. I don't know at this rate. Who knows? Um, everything seems to be up in the air right now. Discovery, <laughs> hey, everything's possible. With, with, with Warner Discovery, who knows what they're going to discover? Uh-uh. Ooh. Who knows what potential they'll discover? Uh-huh. There you go. But uh, I think that's what we're going to leave all you guys. So before we get on out of here, Caruso's, I want you guys to plug everything that you got going on, anything else that you guys want to promote? Uh, you can follow me at N Caruso Jr. on Twitter, and I will be heavily investigating the rumors that Kevin Feige is ready to purchase uh, DC <laughs> from um, Discovery, oh, no. who purchased it from WB. Oh, no. <laughs> Try to make some sense out of that. 
no. Um, wow. Okay. <laughs> you can. <laughs> what? Wow. <clears throat> you can follow me at Nico Caruso. That's N I K K O C A R U S O on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd. You can find all my film, TV, and comic reviews over at uh, www.letsgopodcast.com. Last week I did Nightwing <clears throat> and The Flash, two very fun issues of comic books. Um, and you can just find me on Twitter. I have some other shows. Why are you guys laughing? <laughs> because <laughs> when we get off the podcast, I think me and Zed are going <laughs> to recommend that you drink some tea before we do this podcast. Get, get some camel tea over here, if man. You're going to burn the candle, son. At both times. <laughs> you need a little bit of, of nice green tea. Green tea over here. Get your vocal cords back in shape. <laughs> Thank you. That will give you some warm milk, some some green tea. Yeah. Come on, buddy. That will conclude my plugs. You know, I do a lot of other stuff. Oh, there, there, there will be a very special sub show coming out this week. We're gonna some there's some Italian Spider-Man talk coming with our main man Pete Vera, and we have a very cool podcast coming with Rob Myers from everyone. Loves the drink about our favorite rock band, Kiss. So those are a couple new things that you'll see um, happening just from from me and Pops, you know. But Zeddy's also killing it out here with with his stuff. So Zeddy, plug yourself. Tim and Evans are great. I love that show, by the way. Plug oh, thank that you. Show first. You guys are kicking ass. On yeah, that. I love it. You know, and um, thank you. I've been I'm going it's back so and listening fun, to man. some of the ones I missed, like with Superman seventy eight. Mm-hmm. And uh, once again, you're doing the Lord's work, uh, reviewing Bat. Bad yeah, movie. holy so, you know, thank you guys because you know, it does. I love the show, but y'all do not make me you will watch be Batman. nominated. I, I, I'm gonna suggest we start a podcast award show, and I do think I'm gonna put you guys in there for uh, nominate you guys for your the, the vigilante 39 awards, the show. lifetime achievement award <laughs> for doing Batman. Oh man, yeah, no, so yeah, we do have World's Finest. There was an episode that has already been dropped, it was the 13th episode where we reviewed episode 14. Of Batwoman season two and episode six of Superman and Lois. Superman and Lois came back. It'll hopefully be back for a few weeks. Uh, the show is absolutely phenomenal. Wait, why um, do you why do you say that? It's not going away again, is it? Well, they're 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 gonna stretch the show out to August. Oh, is so, it gonna go on a hiatus again then? It's gonna go on probably oh, another hiatus. Man, why you really? bum me out at the end of the show like this? I man? know. Yeah, I so. thought we were, it was here to stay till. Well, either way you look at it, it's going to August. Okay. Either way you look at it, it's going to be one into August. I, okay. No matter what way you look at it. Okay. Wait, so when is it going off again? I don't know yet, but it's still filming. I think right now, but there's there's rumors that it'll so it'll probably be coinciding with Titans. Actually, how many so, have there been? Six. This is six. So, and there's gonna be fifteen. Yeah. Oh, well, hopefully we get a few more before another break. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. there you go. But yeah, so Joel, check that out. Over- Check that out over on the feed, and then um, we're we're actually talking about maybe having a guest on for Ooh. this episode, for next episode. So be on the lookout for that good stuff. But Super as far fun. as there you go, oh wow, I like that. Uh, as whereas you can find me, you can follow me on Twitter at Zeddy is because at the end of the day, I am whatever Twitter needs me to be. <laughs> you can you can find all my film and TV reviews over at www.letsgopodcast.com. That include Army of the Dead and Superman and Lois. Uh, being look out for all that good stuff. Please follow this show on Twitter at Vigilante1939. Feel free to leave us a rating and a review over at Apple Podcast. 
and iTunes. They really do help promote the show. It helps the show grow. And uh, we certainly want people to find us even faster. We do have a T public store. Uh, just uh, search for Vigilante 1939 podcast over at that. Uh, help yourself out with a t-shirt, mask, anything like that. Um, that would be much appreciated. But that is going to just about do it for this week's episode. We will be back. Thank you so much again for everybody that joined us, that listened to us. Until next time, for Nico Caruso, for his father, Nicholas Caruso Jr., my name's Nick Zandick. As Michael Keaton's Batman always says, I want you to tell all your friends about me. <laughs>